by Generation Records located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village in New York City. Follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. Go online at generationrecords.com and you can buy anything online from them that they have in the store and probably some other things. Um, if you're in the West Village, I have my eyes closed because it's like, you know, concentrating over here. Um, if you're in the West Village, um, check out the store downstairs. They have all sorts of clothing and everything. Sometimes they have performances in store. Sometimes they have um, spoken word things. They have events that go on. So check them out at Generation Records on Instagram. And this podcast is also sponsored by New Republic Printing. Shout out to Steve McCarthy. Um, go to newrepublicprinting.net. Go to their garment section. You can choose basically anything. You want something printed on something, they can do it. There is absolutely no screen fees, no setup fees, no nothing. It's free shipping to any commercial address. You could order a million shirts and get 100,000 boxes delivered to your job, and it won't cost you a dime. been using them for over a decade, and before they became a sponsor of the podcast, I always recommended them. So follow them as well on Instagram at New Republic Printing. And with that, we're over here. Where are we? What's the name of this place? Uh, we're in Shetler Studios. Shetler Studios on, like, what, West 54th in the middle of New York City. Yeah, Manhattan. Manhattan. And I'm here with my friend Joe. Yeah. How you doing? Joe, introduce yourself. We're yeah. gonna we're, we're gonna try we're gonna try to ha uh, have the audience get to know Joe today. Oh, is that what's happening? I guess so. Right. Well, listen, we were bullshitting before. There's no script here. We're but I got nothing talk. to talk about. That's the thing. No, we yeah, gotta re just... you gotta reiterate. <laughs> you gotta reiterate. That's no, all. That's gonna sound. No. Well, well, listen, we didn't get into a lot of details. We spoke about Times Square in a little bit, yeah, but. I mean, the, the the well, here's the connection is that for the people that do listen to this podcast constantly, um, several episodes back, I did an episode with Craig Thomas Ravella, who played Vito Genovese on The Making of the Mob and this and that. And he was also, he played Sammy the Bull in the TV series. It's a documentary called Kingpin. And I'm sitting with Joe, who played... John Gotti in Kingpin. That's correct. Yeah, that was a long time ago now. Jeez. Right. But there's the connection. That is the connection. Yeah. That is the connection. So. And I know Craig a long, 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 long time. So. Do you? I think, yeah. Where, from the neighborhood? 
No, I mean from industry, from the neighborhood, from here in New York City, no question about it. But it was uh, it was funny um, to actually see him because that tech, that production shot in uh, Bogota, Colombia, which he brought yeah. But that's was, that's crazy though. Yeah, how they re fucking recreated like New York. Well, the streets Bogota. there look like the New York City in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. They, they they live right now, right now. You go there, and it's, you're going to be Brought back to time, you know. Yeah, but so I, uh, I think there's got to be 20 years ago, roughly. I had a theater space in East Harlem, okay. uh, called the Mansion Theater, and I had an open call, and I, I'll never forget Craig because he showed up late. <laughs> we were literally closing the door, like literally closing the door, and he comes running up the stairs, and he had a buddy of his. He's like, "We just came from Staten Island." You know? Like, come on, man! I'm like, dude, it's over. And he convinced me to let him in uh, to audition. I wasn't actually uh, auditioning. I, I was hosting, you know, with the theater space and for several productions. Uh, and so that's how Craig and I met. I mean, we just hit it off because I just knew he was a ball breaker. And, right. You know, I'm a ball breaker. And I guess that's how you guys met. Right. We're all ball breakers. We're all yeah. ball breakers. <laughs> yeah. So... So uh, so we go back like twenty years. So yeah. and we've seen each other in between. We did um, after that. We did Tony and Tina's wedding, right? Uh, right here, not far from here. I forgot the address. Okay. Um, the one, the official location. Uh, and we, you know, met again, and we worked on that production um, for a while, you know, mm-hmm. on and off for a couple of years, I guess. Uh, we weren't regulars. We were, I guess. Uh, oh, he was the regular. Actually, he was Tony. Yeah, I was a swing for uh, for what the hell, Barry. Anyway, okay. So, so we'd get to work together, and then we'd see each other for another <coughs> time. Right. I think it was just a random thing in the East Village. Um, I believe it or not, I lived with this. I lived and worked at this place called Lucky Changs. It was in the East Village. Uh, okay. That's a whole other story. We we may have. We probably won't have time to talk about it. You can get into it. Listen, listen, we have this space for an hour, but I'm going to fucking keep on going until someone knocks on the door. Yeah, exactly. All right. (laughs) And I'll be the end. When you hear the knocking, the podcast is over. Exactly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, why were we talking about Craig? Because he's still a good buddy after all this time. And uh, we ran into each other in East Village. Whatever, just showed up at the bar, and I was running running the music thing over there. I was booking all the talent. Uh, in the basement bar. Oh yeah, what kind of music? Every rock and roll, mostly. Okay. I mean, you know, okay. uh, you know, like that in live bands. Yeah. Um, but whatever, you know, whatever had you know good sound, if you will. So I, he, I showed up there one day, and then we. That was like, I don't know, years later, and then one day I'm walking into the hotel lobby, and what do I see? Craig, fucking Craig. <laughs> exactly. In another country. In a moment, I'm like, funny, we look at each other. Because I thought that was you when I looked at the call sheet. <laughs> and I said, I thought that was you when I looked at the call sheet. He said, well, we're a little older now. You know, it's, 20, it's like 20 years since we first met. Yeah. We were like kids when we first met. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, that was fun. And, and I guess that's the connection and how I got introduced to you. I, I said, if Craig's working on Jimmy Ferrari's show, I got to check out Jimmy yeah, Ferrari's show. Yeah, I just... Yeah. 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 We, we were in the Bath Beach Diner. He was eating like, it was like at night after work. He's eating like a muffin. I have like a bagel. Just eating, drinking coffee at the Bath Beach Diner. Just doing exactly Where is that? what we're doing. It's on Bath Avenue and like the 21st Avenue. So you're a real, real New York City guy. Born and raised. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Like, I've been around though. I, I never stayed just in Brooklyn, but I lived everywhere. Okay. Right. Born in Brooklyn, live in Brooklyn now, but I, I was, I mean, I lived in Florida, I lived in North Carolina, I was in the service, so I was all over, I lived in Jersey, but I always came back to Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was never far from, I was never away from Brooklyn for like a long, long period. The, the longest, I mean, obviously, you can't really count the Air Force because I always came back on leave, so that was like the longest probably. I lived in Jersey for a couple of years, I lived in Miami for a year, I lived in North Carolina for like eight months, but... Other than that, I was I was always in Brooklyn. I lived in Howard Beach though, but when I was younger, from like ninety to like to, until I went into the service, I lived in Howard Beach. But I never hung out in Howard Beach, like because I was originally from Brooklyn. So I had all my Brooklyn friends, and then I had Howard Beach friends. But I would always go into Brooklyn with my Howard Beach friends. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like Howard Beach was just like in the back. Technically, that's Queens, right? Technically, it's Queens. Yeah. Okay. 
technically. Like, I mean, that's what I still was with my parents. parents. Like, there's a difference anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 back there, it's, it's a border. It's, 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 it's really close. I mean, it's what, one exit away from Brooklyn, from Star City, yeah. which is Brooklyn. Yeah, it's, it's like right on the line. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but that was like back in the day when I still lived with my parents. You know what I mean? You don't live with your parents anymore? No, forty four. <laughs> Listen, if you I say, but you're from Brooklyn. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but this is twenty twenty, man. You got to fucking cut out building. I'm sorry, sorry. I, yeah, I, I, know, I know guys in Brooklyn who are in their mid forties that never left home. I do know guys like that. I swear, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's I not, mean, listen. To each his own. <laughs> to each his own, but you gotta f- fucking yeah. fly to Coop, man. I flew to Coop early. I flew to Coop uh, from Long Island uh, a long time ago. Me too. Um, I, I left I left when I was... I would have left when I was 19, but I wound up in the hospital. So it postponed me going into the service. So when I was 20, I left and I never went back. Okay. Yeah. Same here. I, I, I would have been gone when I was 19. All right. But... I had a little, little hiccup. Yeah. Yeah, I had a few. Yeah, I'll see you and me both. I right. a lot. Half yeah. my life. <laughs> All right, you want to get into hiccups? It's a whole other room. So. <laughs> oh, we can get yeah. into hiccups. <laughs> um, but yeah, jeez, no, I, I, uh, that never really uh, thought how long it was. But yeah, Long Island, I left. I never looked back, dude. Yeah? I never looked back. Um, no reason to go back to those parts. Uh, I mean, it's beautifully geographically, but you know, it's a small town kind of yeah. stuff, no matter what town. Hey, it was I was a city guy before I was a city guy though. I was I was coming into Manhattan uh with guys that I knew that had driver's license and I would sneak out of the house at night and jump in the car and you know, get returned back before my folks woke up, you yeah. know, climb through the window and meanwhile I was in Times Square. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm talking yeah. about like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. You know, uh just trying to get in trouble. That's when that's when you could get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, as like we could touch on that. As yeah. I texted you, they like, go see you in a few minutes. You're like, yeah, I'm getting close. I'm like, yeah, I'm actually walking through Times Square. And what what used to be Times Square is now Disney World. You're like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, as I'm walking through, like I'm thinking, I'm like, I would so much rather. I mean, there's, there's the other side of the coin, too, because I have a daughter, so I'm glad that certain things are different. But for me, <clears throat> it's like I'd much rather have the fucking pimps, criminals, drug dealers, and hookers running around in fucking Times Square than fucking Olaf and fucking Elmo and all these <laughs> fucking people dressed up in costumes. It, it looks like daylight. You walk through, it's daylight. It's yeah. fucking bananas. It's crazy. There's no streets. Everything is blockaded. Every, everything's a pedestrian walkway. No, all not everything, but it's becoming more and more that. Yeah. There's like, yeah, yeah. And people wonder why there's traffic. There's bike lanes and fucking pedestrian traffic. Yeah. Huge barricades in the middle of everything. Well, that's what so nobody gets, uh, you know, run over. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, different than it was, of course. Everybody knows that. Um, mm-hmm. But I moved in. I was started coming here when, when you know, all those triple X signs were up. And, oh, yeah. You know, again, looking at Trump. Matter of fact, um, true story is, you know, the first day I got my driver's license, uh-huh. very first day, the old man, my father, he goes, uh, you know, you could use the car. Oh, my God. I could use the car, you know. Are you still living in Long Island at the time? Yeah, I was living okay. at home, dude. I was okay. like 17, I think. Okay. You go 17. Yeah. yeah. So, um... I said, great, you know, I didn't tell him where I was going, have fun, be safe, you know, get home uh, on time. I forgot what time I had to be home with the car. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I didn't get home on time with the car. Of course you <laughs> Of course you But You're not supposed to get home on time. Yeah. But, um, you know, I didn't, I knew I was going to Manhattan, I didn't tell him that, but he couldn't have let me borrow the car, you know? Yeah. He didn't like the city, he hated the city. They hated everything about the city. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. You know, and I was going there for years before with my friends, but he didn't know sure. that. You know what I mean? He would, he would kill me if he knew I was, like, you know, at that age. So, anyway, first day, driver's license. I didn't know how to get to Manhattan. It's long before GPS is, you oh, know, yeah. even maps. But I knew from remembering when my friends would drive, get on LIE and head west. That's it. You're going to run into it. You're going to go through the tunnel and you're going to be in Manhattan. There's not much to learn. Right. Drive to the LIE. Boom, west. Right in. And then you'll, you'll, you'll run into it. And, and the very first spot I, you know, ended up on and drove to was uh, 
42nd Street. Uh-huh. And on the corner of 8th Avenue. I was just there walking. <laughs> and it's it's not what it used to be then, but it was a parking lot. It was like a parking lot that, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, big lot, not closed in. It was just literally a paved parking lot. Yeah. Because they were going to build on it eventually, which right. they did, of course. Of course. Um, but I just remember I pulled into the, the you know, into the driveway, I started pulling in, you know, the, the what do you call it, the barricade thing that mm-hmm. comes down. Yeah. So, so I didn't know this because I never went into a parking lot ever in my life. This is my first day driving a fucking car. Right. So, I, you know, being all young and naive and stupid and shit, you know, I, I pull up and, and, you know, it was a homeless guy. I didn't know he was homeless, kind of whatever. He was a novelty and he says it's going to be five bucks to park here. I'm like, sounds like a deal. <laughs> of course, we got you. <laughs> I gave him the five bucks. And then I'm not realizing... That um, he didn't give me a ticket. He's like, no, just drive in. Yeah. So I drive in, you know, the barricade thing goes up. I drive in, I park. So I think the thing is paid for until I gotta leave. You know? Right, of course. So that, that was. That yeah, was no, like, give me five hours, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't even say that. You just no, literally, yeah. no, just pull in. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so excited to be in the city. I didn't give a shit. You know yeah. I mean? I really didn't care. Like, Drove yeah, in I was the first like, time. I was like, so proud of myself, too. Like, we made it! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was the beginning of the end in regards to, uh, you know, my uh, thoughts of living on Long Island, you yeah. know? Yeah, there's just something about it, man. It's like, I never get sick. Yeah, it's changed over the years as far as aesthetically and shit like that, but there's just something about New York. Like, me and my girl, we'll, we'll just come here. You want to just go? We have no plans. Like, let's go to the city. And you always find a hundred things to do regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's just something, I even say it all the time, it's like, I love it. Like, I will never, ever leave the five boroughs. I mean, Jersey, maybe, but not even. Jersey. But, but the only reason why is because I don't hate Jersey. I lived there for a while, so, but I'm always back in New York. Always. I'll never leave here. I used to think that. I lived in Manhattan for like 25 years. I never lived in the city. Okay. But, but still, you're close enough. You yeah, know, everything is close. Um, you know, I lived in a uh, short, had a couple short stints in Brooklyn, and they even had a short stint in Newark when all the artists were going to Newark and, and never really caught on and you know, kind of fizzled out. Okay. And I was back in the city. Okay. Um, but we're, we're, I forgot what the hell I was going for. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're all over the place. Oh, the, oh, so I thought I would never leave. I said, this guy, yeah. I'm a city guy. I'm, you know, I, I was born to be here. Like, yeah. as a kid, I was coming here. Yeah. You and I was like, this, this is where I need to be. This is where I felt the, the best, you know? Mm-hmm. But the work um, that, you know, the, the acting stuff, you know, kept bringing me to California, you know? Right. So, you know so, what? Let's, let's, let's reel it back a tiny bit. Sure. What? started you in like what was the thing or maybe the movie or your growing up like what were you watching what was what was that pivotal moment where you like I want to be an actor wow that's wow dude that's a really deep question there's nothing simple about that um, All right. All right, but I'll, I'll give it to you as, as quickly as possible don't yeah, rush there is no rest, right? We got we got a New York minute. Yeah, New York minute. All right, so <laughs> all right, I'll tell you like how or whatever. And it took a long time for me to get that. And that's that's uh, a story itself. Meaning, um, I, I I always admired actors. You know, as a kid, I would like pretend I was a private eye. You know, with my friends. You know, just kind of make shit up. Yeah. You know, I think Miami Vice was hot at the time. Mm-hmm. We used to like recreate scenes of Miami Vice. And, yeah, you, know, you with Don Johnson or we? No, I was always the cop, the, the bad cop that broke in to steal a blow. And nice. we, we weren't even doing real blow at the time. That came later, but right, um, of course. <laughs> but you know, we put flour on the table. We like set these scenes up. Like, oh no, really heavy. But I was taking it serious. No, yeah. I was kind of like. Get my friends to do this shit because it was just so much fun. Yeah. Anyway, so I said, I'm going to be an actor, you know, but I was working, you know, uh, as a kid and I was since a little kid even and I was always used to making money. So, um, and I was involved and my dad had a business and I was involved with the business and I don't know, I used to look at the papers like uh, in the Help Wanted and I haven't looked at a paper in a long time and it's not that many people I don't think that do (laughs) anymore, but you go into the Help Wanted section or whatever, but I look for acting and you see auditions and yeah. Just curiosity, you know. So um, the very first step, and again, I didn't tell my dad I was leaving to go into Manhattan because right. I was thinking about being an actor. God forbid. Did you get? Did you go and get like headshots? This is, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Nice. So I came to New York. <laughs> I got my headshots right. And it was at the time. It was nothing. It was instant. You know what I mean? You no. had to wait for the film to get developed. Black and white, eight by ten. 
Yeah, they were, they were developing that shit in the dark room. <laughs> it's for crazy. Yeah. So I came here. It's like in this neighborhood. And I'm talking, dude, I forgot the year. Dude, I was like 17. Yeah. So, um, and you know, I had, oh, I'm going to be an actor. And then um, I even like quit. You know, I said, Dad, I'm not, I'm not working. I'm going to be an actor and shit. You know? Go but, but I went, um, I think, <laughs> two weeks. I had to wait to come back into the city. I wasn't two weeks, but it was like, <clears> by the time the, the prints are ready and I could schedule the trip on the train, whatever. Um, I went enough time, I don't know if it was exactly two weeks, that I, I didn't have any money. Like, when that, that paycheck that I was used to getting at the end of it wasn't there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, I don't know about that, that shit. You know what I mean? So I never even went back to get the headshot. Oh, I no never shit. made it. I was just, I, I was broke for like two weeks. Yeah. Like, not even broke. I had money in the bank, but it was like the, the fear of the income. Of course. You know, so yeah. it was... Uh, and then, you know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but, um, <laughs> Lord, you know what I get into? <laughs> well, you know, my dad died. Oh, um, sorry. You know, that's all right. It was a long time ago, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm sick. I can't say. Uh, and then I can kind of, I don't know what I would do if you were still there. I don't know if I'd be sitting here with you today. Right. Um, you know, I kind of, I said, I'm moving to the city, 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 and I didn't know what the hell I was going to do when I got here, but I knew what I was going to do when I was going to get here. I got you. Started auditioning, man, just backstage, looking at the, you know, the, the breakdowns back then. And where'd you live in the city? Where'd you, where'd you want to get a spot? The very first spot um, was on the Upper East Side. It was, uh, nice. Oh, geez, like 95th and 3rd, I think. Like Spanish Hall? It was like just Spanish, like blocks out. Yeah. Uh, when when Spanish Hall was dangerous. You didn't go past 96th there was There was those imaginary lines. Yeah. Man, and everybody knew where those imaginary lines were. Oh, I knew purposely. And, you know, I, well, I found out the hard way, which was, I thought was a lot of fun at the time. Of course. Uh, but no, don't go past 96th Street. Guess where I'm going? And past <laughs> <Street>. Of course. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so that was the first joint. Moved in with some buddies of mine from Long Island, um, and the rest is history. And I, I want to say history. That's it. I made it. I felt like home, and that lasted for about 25 years. No shit. Not that place. I mean, well, I yeah, but just living. Like you, you know, yeah. Then I lived on 96 feet. You know, and then most of my time, I want to say actually, you can actually split it up. Most, the first 10 years was uptown, and the, 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 the remaining years was in the downtown. Gotcha. And like I said, it was a quick couple of Brooklyn stints and a New York yeah. stint. So, yeah, 25 years. And, uh, and again, from traveling, like going back to yeah. this whole thing, uh, yeah. um, going back to Cali, you know, I was like... Hollywood? Yeah, mostly. LA. Yeah. Mostly LA. Yeah. Um, but... I just kept, you know, going and learning here again and, okay, and go home. But it was just asking myself, what the hell am I getting on a plane and going back to New York for? Let me, let me put this in perspective. Yeah. Because I keep coming this way anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I, I was booking more work here. But more work more, here than yeah, you know, New York. Yeah, I was, um, yeah, yeah, definitely more work here. But I was getting more and more there. Right. And, dude, every time I was there, I was getting a little more feel for... Lifestyle, right? Um, the weather, you know, weather's well, nice. I was only in California once and I loved it while I was there. Yeah. It's not always nice. I mean, you know, I don't uh, nice it in here. Depends, dude. Depends on the part of the Yeah, okay, all right. I don't, nice like the fuck. <laughs> I don't like I the fucking cold. cold. Yeah. I, you know, I should be used to it. I don't like the fucking cold. Um, yes, yeah, so, I, so I, yeah, I just made the plunge. I, I'll never forget it. I was, uh, I was just standing there on the street corner coming out of a store one day. And I was, Getting a sandwich, whatever. I just literally made that decision. I just said, "That's it. I'm, uh, I'm gonna stay here." Yeah. Called a buddy of mine who uh, we had a kind of a production company thing going. We were making music videos and stuff. And um, I said, "Dude, making a move." And he's like, "Really? Okay. Good luck. Yeah. Okay." And I'm gonna see him tomorrow night actually because I'm back in town. Nice. Back in New York. But I, now I like coming back to New York, and, but you know, small Yeah, small you know what I, mean? I, I think what it is was when I'm in, when I'm in New York, I miss California. When I'm in California, I think about New York. Right. I don't necessarily miss it, and then right. you know, after a certain time frame, I'm like, you know, it's time to go. Like literally, I I was last 
gig I had here um, was in July, and I left July 31st, and I thought I was coming back for another production. It still hasn't happened. I have a meeting tomorrow, actually, about that production, um, but uh, it's been six months, yeah. like almost, yeah, well, yeah, it's been, yeah. Six months. That's it. That's a good time to come back. And you kind of yeah. just get that New York, uh, it's like a shot in the arm. You know, I get that New York swagger thing. Of course. And I pick it up here and then I bring it back. The accent yeah, comes back. Oh, everything comes back. And, oh, Joe just came back from New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if I'm, if I'm over there uh, too long, I, I start to soften up in a lot right. of different ways, honestly, man. I'm like, I get relaxed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not the rush. <laughs> the palm trees, it's the weather. Here, you want to. Oh, here, I fucking think horrible thoughts, man. <laughs> I want to slap everyone's phone out of their hands. Walk. Yeah, I like do, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I can't wait fun. for that one viral video to come and go everywhere. There's that one asshole that I would love that's running through fucking Manhattan just smashing phones out of people. Dude, I got it. Uh, because he's not fucking walking fast enough because everyone's buried in their phone. This, this is a it's great story. One of the things I was producing, I was just telling you we were doing like music videos and stuff, but one of the things, which was a passion project, um, and anybody listening can actually check it out, just Google it. or uh, Yeah, and check out Joe Covino's IMDb as well. Yeah, it's Joseph Covino's uh, uh, thing right. to go on, and I've been calling me Joe, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah JosephCovino.com. Uh, yeah. C-O-V-I-N-O. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the plug there, uh, Jimmy. Well, but what are, the, the, what are we doing here? That's well, I, we're just shooting <laughs> shit. Yeah, we're gonna talk about things you're doing. People hear me a hundred fucking forty something times already. <laughs> so they probably already tuned out. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know why. Yeah. People don't seem to tune out. It's weird. Okay. The all right, so Jimmy again. There he goes. He's telling us where he came from again. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Same story, Jim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why it's the Jimmy Ferrari show. Yeah. Well, what do you call it? The Brooklyn Blast? Remember? The Brooklyn Blast. Uh, so what were we talking about? Oh, so another thing that we... How did, you were relaxed with the palm trees. I was, I was totally relaxed. But just before I was relaxed, okay, before <laughs> I moved out to California, I was in the, uh, one of the joints in Brooklyn. Um, Bushwick when it was still RK. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, it was turning around. Um, it's still shit. I got so pissed off about the phone stuff. That you just said, slapping phones out of people's hands. Yeah. That, you know, one night I'm like, I gotta make this little spoof PSA uh, thing uh, of that exact nature. Yeah. So I, I created a, uh, a thing, we shot three episodes. Um, and they're, they're out there, YouTube.com. Oh, the, the name of the project is called iDouche.mobi. Nice. Like, okay. you're an iDouche. Yeah. iPhone, iDouche. Okay. Dot Moby. Okay. iDouche dot Moby, and there's three episodes up there. I'm dying to make more of these things, because the material writes itself every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the first one, well, you know, you have to watch it to see it. But yeah. I was inspired. I was sitting in the back of a taxi cab one day, um, and I see it. Was, it was early in the morning. I don't know where he sat. And, and, and um, a father was pushing his daughter in the stroller. Across the street, and it was, I think it was in Midtown East. Right. Um, nice wide street, so I had the big, nice panoramic kind of wide view of what yeah. was happening from the time he left that curb, the north side curb, to the south side curb. He was on his phone. Uh-huh. He didn't see him approaching the, the, the curb, the south side curb, so the front two wheels of the, the stroller yeah. gets stuck on the curb. His weight, because he's on a phone, now is pushing the stroller forward. Yeah. Now this thing is we're gonna do a somersault yeah. with the baby inside. Of course. And literally it was a somersault like boosh, like the baby falls out of the thing. You know, yeah. you know and the phone goes flying. Right. And, and what who does he go what does he go for first? The baby or the phone? Well dude, that's in the very first episode of <laughs> I Do Stop Movie, and I kid you not. No He's got two kids. The first kid gets abducted not abducted, but he gets lured by a pedophile okay. because he's got a bigger phone. Right. And the little, you know, the toddler is asking mommy for her phone, but she's so in her phone and got the headphones on. Yeah. So the little kid goes away with the with the pedophile. Right. And then she's, we're talking about the stroller yeah. specifically. Okay. She, uh, you know, without knowing, pushes the stroller into the street. Like we all do here, standing on the curb in Manhattan anyway. Yeah. But not the stroller. We're right. standing off the curb. That means the stroller is three feet into the freaking the, the street. Right. All right. So in that, well, you know what happens. All right. Watch the, Watch it. <laughs> I know what happens. That yeah, I boost that movie. It was right. a lot of fun to do it. Um, I, you know, it, uh, 
Well, hey, as you know, um, you know, producing things, of course, money. So sure. I didn't, uh, I didn't follow up on it because I, I moved shortly after that to Los Angeles, and um, you know, my main focus became the acting stuff. So, yeah. but I'm dying to do them again. You know, I just got to figure out. Like you said, I, I, I can make ten episodes right now. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you can too. Oh, the one you just said, you know, a guy going around smacking phones. Oh, yeah. That's that's an yeah that's an episode, and they're designed to be one minute long. Nice. So it's you know it's literally like a spoof PSA. There's, right. there's a serious message there. Like right. don't be an eye douche because this is the stupid shit that's going to happen to you. Right. But we kind of keep it funny where you can laugh about it, and keep right. it lighthearted, so maybe you remember it better. Exactly. But this is a serious message. There. Don't be a fucking eye douche. Yeah. You know, pay attention. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Because you're gonna hurt somebody yourself. Every, you know, other people around you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that guy with the with the little baby. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like you hear your train pulling into the subway and you're running up the stairs, but there's somebody walking really slow stop. on their phone. Or just stop. Or stop. It's like, yo, I'll say it. I'm like, get off your fucking phone. Yeah. And they'll look at me like I'm the asshole. Yeah, like you're the asshole. Yeah, go right? fuck yourself. I've been called worse by fucking better people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah dude, we can go on for days about that. Mm-hmm. And they all got the headphones in, so they don't even hear the train or the surrounding. Right. You know what I mean? I complain about this shit all the time. Yeah, no, but hey, man, it's a good right, dude, because like I said, people, they fall off cliffs, dude, trying yeah. to get the best selfie. Yeah. They literally fall they off cliffs and bridges and buildings, and yeah. it happens every freaking day. And you know what's crazy? That's what I'm saying. That material writes itself. Yeah. Does it, oh, it would be funny to see someone falling off the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> does that, does you would laugh. I would laugh. I would laugh. Does that make me a bad person <laughs> that I have no sympathy? No, like, it's funny that you were so stupid that you just fell off the 13th yeah. floor balcony. Look right. at you. Look at you, asshole. <laughs> Yes. I wonder if the phones kept recording on the way down. I hope it did. <laughs> right? Yeah. It makes me a bad guy that I find I have no sympathy for that. I have a funny feeling that your audience won't be offended by us. You know? No, no, okay. no. I just had a funny feeling. No, not at all. Um, so, so, not at all. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a whole other thing, you know? And just whatever, dude. We can, we, we can go there. But I don't like to talk negative shit, you know? That, I well, turn, we're not I, talking I, negative I, shit. We're talking realistic it, it, shit. It is realistic shit. But, I tra- but again, like, like the production, I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. Like, at least you're going to laugh about it. Oh, that's what, that was my mission. Right. There were other PSAs where we'll show you uh, a corpse. And that's not, you know, nothing, you know whatever. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot no, of no, corpses I, I like walking to keep, around. I keep it light. I kept to keep it positive, dude. Yeah, you know, because we could all go all day long about what the complain about. Of course. Of course. And you know what? I say all that, but at the end of the day, I really don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, hey. I can complain for two minutes and then I really, I, I really, it's at the end of the night, I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah. Just do what you want. Fuck yeah, you. just move on. Right. Yeah. Think about something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to head, probably head back to uh, uh, Hollywood uh, okay. Zone there on Sunday. just booked my flight, actually. Okay. So I got a book, um, a uh, limited series called uh, Hardgrave. Hardgrave? Hardgrave. H-A-R-G-R-A-V-E. Okay, Hardgrave. what's that about? It's going on with Hardgrave. Hardgrave. Well, Hardgrave has some issues, but I got some bigger issues. Yeah? yeah? All right, listen, we all have our issues. Yeah, yeah, and I'm saying my character is like even bigger issues. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, that's it's another one of those, like, uh, I'm excited for it because I've never done one of these limited series, uh, um... Cop, it's a cr- uh, crime drama cop deal, you know. Okay. Crooked cops. Who's yeah. on a tape? Yeah. Um, it's a serious one, though. It's not uh, comedic as much as I think it could be. It's mm-hmm. not. Um, and I play the uh, foreman. So I'm the guy that was a cop that is just kind of getting fed up and had enough of the bullshit. Kind of feeling guilty for the life he led and kind of feeling remorseful. And, okay. Um, so he's playing the foreman and he's playing both sides of the coin, but now he's just, he doesn't know what to do. So I won't give up on um, that. Now that's, that is that filmed yet or no? You no, know, no, no, back no. to start that. Pre-production. Pre-production. Principal photography for Hargrave starts in uh, April, first week of April. Okay. Any idea where it's going to be? It's probably going to be on Amazon. So, yeah, it's going to be on Amazon. Yeah. That, 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 that's been determined already. They, they, that, it's an independently produced production, but they uh, they know that side of the business. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. uh, but it's, it's definitely a streamer. Okay. You know? Yeah, well, well have, I mean, it's got to be like a blockbuster fucking Marvel movie or something. To make the big screen. Yeah, the big yeah. screen nowadays. Or even, yeah, even 
Who knows? Maybe Netflix. Right. But, but again, that's not Beautiful. that's not my job. My job is just to do what I was hired to do, and that's right. to be the best I can right. at that particular character. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this, and it's the first project that has some meat on it. You know, for 2020. When yeah. I say meat, it's like you know, I'm you know, I'm, I'm definitely in the first three episodes. Awesome. So we'll see what happens. You were also in billions. Yeah, I mean, you know, Blink and you miss me, but yeah, yeah, but that's cool though. That was fun. I, you know, the, the best part of that uh, was only one day shoot for me. I played okay. a state legislator. Right. Again, but I'm playing a corrupt guy here. The, What's I'm up with you and this corruption? Yeah, I played you. Know, they sniff the New York in you. Yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah. do. Good. I'll take what I can get, you know? So yeah. that's what's uh, booking me. And then, hey, man. Joey's the type of guy that always rooted for the bad guys in the movies. And that's just true. I still do. Yeah, me too. Same here. Um, so did you, did you work with Dan Soder at all on that episode? A billion? Yeah. No, I don't watch it. Is that another actor? Is that another character? Yeah, well, well, he's he's mainly a comedian. No, I don't watch it. Showtime. I don't. Okay. Dude, I don't have Showtime. Either. I don't even think I have Showtime either. But I see yeah. a few episodes. But Dan Soder, I'm a big fan of his stuff. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you say his name? Is? Dan Soder. Dan Soder. Um, no, but you know the, the what I was getting to is the best part of that day for me. Uh, as little part as I had, you know, I get arrested in the courtroom. Um, with so many other uh, bad apples uh, by like, whatever right. just watching Paul Giamatti work that was that was rewarding in itself it was incredible really? like chills you know that was fine incredible yeah. you know and um, couldn't stop watching yeah. just his you know it's a big big scene and I've never ever ever been on a set um, as big as that meaning uh, background alone background I think they had cast uh um, five hundred, like five hundred background, like extras. Yes, extras. Yeah, yeah. There were five hundred, like like that. That didn't include cast right. or the crew. Right. It was like this crazy thing. Was shot on the Upper West Side. And this old church and didn't know existed was big enough to hold all of us. First yeah. of all, and it was yeah, it was a great day. It was it was it was it was, I was glad. You know, when I come to New York for gigs, uh, like I'm here now. Okay, yeah. it's another gig. Um, I really can't. Uh, discuss too much because it's in its infancy stages. Okay. But that's one of the reasons I'm here in New York. Again, that production meeting tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll see where um, it stands, the production, and where I stand. Yeah, uh, but you know, I'm here for that. And but whenever, anytime I come here, I'm reaching out to people I've worked with. Sure. On other shows and casting directors and uh, agents and you know, um, just let them know the town. You know, and they see what happens. Sometimes you, you let, that's kind of how the billions thing happens. You know, okay. I reached out to uh, casting. I worked with and I said, hey, I'm in town. The time it was just there. Like, oh, shit, okay, yeah, come down and read. Boom. And like that. It was just, yeah. that's that's what you miss in, 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 in Cali, though. I'll tell you that. That's that's a New York minute, dude. Like, yeah. you know, come there, like, literally come for something. Dude, kind of like we hooked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, let's um, do that. Like, literally in the New York minute. I didn't know you three days ago. You know, yeah. what's going on tomorrow? Next thing you know, we're doing this thing. Right. You know, that's what... That don't happen so much in L.A. No. I'll tell you that much. I'm on the go. I'm <laughs> not, on the go. There's no such thing even for like, hey, you want to go grab a cup of coffee? No, it's not. Well, I got to drive, you know, four hours and, you know, no, that's two hours. This way, I find parking. Where are we going? You know, did you ever, you like Curb Enthusiasm? I do. Yeah. Did you see the episode? When I didn't see the newer one. No, it's not the newer one because I don't see it anyway because that's HBO, right? Right. Yeah. And I don't get HBO. <laughs> so I, I got Amazon and right. yeah, all the ones are on Amazon. But no, but they have the dude. It's, it, it, for me, it was funny. I mean, both of them, the shows were brilliant, but brilliant. Um, the Larry David and uh, what's George Costanza character's name? Why am I drawing a blank on it? Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. And, and and that there's an episode that's talking exactly what we're talking about. They're going to have a production meeting <laughs> to get the Seinfeld to do a re um, what do you call? It? They're going to reunite, right. do a reunion show, right. whatever. But the whole episode is about where they're going to meet. You know? oh. So they go back and forth. With, you, know, you come to my office, you know. Right. Yeah, but don't you think you should come to my office so they can just go back and forth? Like, who's right. driving where? So getting anything done in a New York minute in L.A., it's that impossible. it's two weeks of just figuring out who's driving to who. Yeah, you know? it's fucking <laughs> Yeah, you know, a couple, that's like, oh, man, pack a bag, dude. I don't know, you know, because... Yeah. Uh, you know, so I missed out about New York, though. That's what I'm saying. We just, like, do this shit. And, yeah. Uh, so things happen literally in an instant sometimes. Yeah. That's how you have um, to do it, man. Life's you know, quick, Just man. like, oh, shit, all right, that's, 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 that's going on. Yeah, yeah. let's fucking do it. 
Yeah, you know, it was easy. Like, hook it up with you. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, I'll leave. I'm coming into New York. You want to fucking talk? I'm like, yeah, let's fucking talk. I'll have a little sit- and here we are. And here we are. It's like uh, a theater district in uh, Manhattan. It's beautiful. Yeah, very nice. Surrounded by skyscrapers out that window. But yeah, yeah, you just mentioned watching Paul Giamatti. It's like, that was obviously, well, not obviously, that was one of the biggest, like, actors you've been on set with and whatever, like a natural fucking amazing actor, right? It's like, certain people, I guess you, you could say, I'm kind of trying to find what I'm trying to say here. It's like, they make it look so easy, like it's natural. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, it, it's, it doesn't look like you're acting. It's no. just fucking brilliant shit. It's like, who who are the other, like, I find, like, Gary Oldman to be fucking brilliant. Oh, dude, you kidding me? You know what I mean? Oh, like, who, like, who, like, he's in the top three, Gary. I mean, oh, me too. Gary Oldman, I think he's, like, whenever people talk about, like, their favorite actors, you know, you always have, like, the same, a lot of people throw in, like, the same three actors all the time. You have your De Niro, your Pacino, and, like, your Jack Nicholson, which, Jack Nicholson is fucking brilliant too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, who? I, I mean, I, I hate asking questions, but like, who do you? Who? Who is like your top notch, top three? Because you just said Gary Oldman. I think he's very underrated too, man. He is very underrated. Well, not not anymore. Not since not in the re- last few years, especially after the uh, Churchill film. Uh, yeah, where he got his dude. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even see it. Oh, dude! It, wow. Okay, just mind blowing. And I got him to meet. I went to one of those screening things in LA and got to meet him afterwards. Really? He's the humblest guy you ever want to find. That's some guy like yeah, that. Seriously, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not. Dude, it's hard for me to say. I say top three. I say that about a lot of actors who I think of over the time. Do right. so I like the Nero Pacino? Yeah. You know what I mean? My, they're my favorites. I don't know. There's other actors out there. I'll use Jeff Daniels, for example. Now, that's, a, that's yeah. an underrated actor, dude. I think yeah. so, too. You know, to play the serious roles. Yeah, uh, and then be like dumb and dumber. You know what I mean? It, it, that that's, yeah. that's a huge wide range. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? That's all opposite. Yeah. So uh, there's actors like that. So there's no. When I say top three, that's like you know. Yeah. What are you top three? One of my top three movies. Yeah. Dude, there's so many. I could. I'm gonna be a top three even. You know. Yeah. I, I was, but I'll say true romance. I'm gonna go on a limb now. True romance is probably. It's definitely the top, the top three. Yeah, you know, there might something that come out. It, it might, I might push it down a little, but I don't think it ever really depending on your, right, depending on your mood. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, even the small part with Gary Oldman and fucking Drexel. Well, fucking State of Grace is a great example of that. So, so oh, his State of Grace, you know, State of Grace Jackie is in the top Flag. three. It's in, it's in the top three. It is. <laughs> it's, in yeah, it's in the top three. All right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's in the top three. Yeah, because it's current. Right. Made that my fade after time. I right. just saw it. I got the screener at home. Oh, it's yeah. on Netflix too. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it depends on what I see. Something might, that's what I'm saying. If I see something new, which I just saw, which was a credible marriage story, it might start in suppressing other. Like you know, they, they kind of go out of my memory because yeah. this one is so fresh. And it was so good that I remember it. Yeah. You know, you see what I'm saying? How to how? What about the, you? Have to have what, what's what's your favorite mob movie? There's gotta be. Oh, uh, dude. You know, here's the thing. Um, I played a mob guy a lot, and I played John Gotti, but I thought I'm, I'm not. I thought I'm not the was brilliant as John Gotti too. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I'm, it's not. It's, yeah, he had more of an artistic and creative thing. Yeah. My mind was a docudrama. Right. Yeah. And there was very, a lot of limitations on that. Yeah, of course. No, but Armand uh, nailed that shit because I did the role research, you know what I mean? Yeah, of But course. they, I, I, you know, they didn't want me to do certain things. They, they you know, and I don't know why, specifically, Rick Lopez directed it. And yeah. I, I asked him questions at the top of the production. And uh, they, no, just, you know, just do it like this, which was really simple. Well, yeah. I was kind of just being myself to a certain point, you know, um, but where am I going with this? Uh, you know, I do that because I love the, the 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 craft of acting. But do I watch mob movies? I don't know, man. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's weird. And I, you know, I grew up on a part of Long Island where there's a lot of these mob guys. Of around course, yeah. yeah. You know, I grew up too. Yeah. So um, was, I never, I never to this day, dude. I never to this day worked, uh, watched one episode of The Sopranos. Really? You believe that shit? You're and everybody, and I've been the the, the entertainment acting stuff. For more than 20 years now, everybody I ever met when that show was running is, how come you're not on Sopranos? And I just, I was not interested. 
I grew up with these guys, and honestly, I didn't have a lot of respect for it. Right. You know, sure. You, just, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of these guys are glamorizing. And I appreciate the guys who kind of make a lot of money playing those guys. I always wish I was one of them. But something about it at the time didn't interest me. So I never watched it. It's on Amazon Prime, bro. Uh, I'm getting in. I'm getting I'm, close to it. I'm in the middle now, right as we speak, of going through the whole fucking thing again with my girl. <laughs> I'm on like season three, like episode eight, something okay. like that. The fucking show is brilliant, man. Dude, I know it's, it's brilliant. I know it's brilliant. brilliant. The way it's directed, the writing, the everything. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. It was, it, was, it was a masterpiece. I understand it's, that. It changed the game. I don't know why the hell I didn't want to get involved. Because, again, I had the, the opportunities where like, you know, people weren't literally knocking on my door, but people were like, dude, one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you ever watch Breaking Bad? See, that was, uh, that one is how I feel about this front. I'm, before I start binge watching another new thing, I got my mindset, I'm going back to Breaking Bad. You watch it. And then segue, yeah, of course. In like a weekend. <laughs> Me too. I never watched one episode. I never watched one episode while it was on TV. Yeah. It was summer 2014. Me and my boy Danny. Every day after work, from 5 o'clock in the afternoon until like 2 o'clock in the morning, four days, every single <laughs> Cases of beer, fucking just sitting there, and not one episode was bad. I was afraid to really stop to order food. I, I just want to keep going. Every it episode was, was an hour of great. Truly addicting. Yeah, truly addicting. Did you watch El Camino? I did watch El Camino. I thought it was brilliant, too. Mm, I, got, I, got, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about that one. No, rewatch it. Yeah, maybe I gotta rewatch it. Because there's there's those those moments where he fucking makes you think like how the fuck is he gonna get out of this and somehow or another he'll get out of it in, in a way that you weren't thinking. Mm-hmm. It's it was basically like a two hour episode of Breaking Bad just to tie it up. Yeah. I watched and, it. I was I, like I, I, I don't know. I thought it was great. You know, dude, I guess no I'm just thinking out loud as I may have just said, you know, the you know, like a lot of people think about how things are done. Like, leave it be and let it live. Right. How I remember it. Right. And now, you know, it, it just has the potential to be something less. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not saying it was bad. I just, maybe you're right. I think I gotta watch it. I, think we watch I feel it. that way about movies. I say, I'm like, how do you feel that way? Like, Dolomite. My buddy asked me yesterday, he's like, what do you think of Dolomite? I'm like, what's all right. <laughs> I didn't see it. Okay. Eddie Murphy's okay. Yeah. They deserved the Academy Award. I mean, Right, but, but probably my body was like, "How do you think?" I'm like, "I don't know." I didn't that's it? I think well, people are biased because he's Eddie Murphy. True, they want it to be good, and in their mind, it's already good, even right. if it's not that good. Right. I'm not saying it was bad. I just don't know. I just people have different opinions on that. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. uh, I, I don't even know why I use that example. I get, I mean, I get all the screeners from the thing this time of year because you know, I'm on I'm the nominating committee, the nomcom they call. Okay. So I'm technically. Um, able to uh, vote for the SAG Awards every year. Oh, really? I mean, I choose not to um, these past few years because the the, the times I did do it, it literally um, eats away at like most of your time. Oh, like it, you're gonna get. I mean, if you're gonna vote for any category, okay, it's not a fair vote unless you watch everybody in the same category, right? You yeah. can't just say I'm going to watch these three films right. and vote your best actor or actress. What do you or, get out of it anyway? What director? Huh? Do you get something? No, out of I get it? nothing out of it. But we, we, the union, the Screen Actors Guild, we choose our own people. That way, we we vote for them. Right. I'm just saying. So, so to do it fairly between the screens and, and theaters, which which can be great because a lot of them have Q and As with whoever you know, cast, the uh, crew, directors. Um, so that's always interesting. Yeah. Um, but then you're gonna get a, you know a shit ton of uh, screeners, you know. And again, you're looking at this one like this one looks like it sucks, you know what I mean? But you gotta watch it if you yeah. want if you want to be honest about your vote, right? And I'm an honest guy in general, so it would bother me. So I literally it was like days, days and days yeah, and days that. and days, and then you know you have to fill out the ballot and like really think about it. Yeah. And then the other thing which is weird enough is like you kind of get burnt watching all these things. So then you got to ask yourself, am I giving an honest answer? Because maybe I'm not 100% focused because, right. because I'm fucking Because subliminally, 
I gotta watch the next one when this one's done. Yeah. Like you said you're watching Breaking Bad or binge watching. I was watching four different movies a day. Yeah, see, no, that, that's too much. It's <laughs> too much. Know? But that, that's what I'm saying. So I choose not to, to get the nonsense. See, I would watch fucking Breaking Bad because I knew it was just great. And I was just yeah. all in. And the other thing is, like, like you said before, you didn't watch it uh, when it was on TV. No. I've never watched any of the ones I watched. Curb Enthusiasm. Nothing that is, like, blowing up and everybody's, like, right. going crazy about. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's just this rebellious thing. I don't want to know about it. Stop talking. Don't tell me about yeah. it. I'll see it when I see it. I'll see it on my own terms. Yeah. I'm going to give you my opinion. It's yeah. not going to be influenced by what other people think. Mm-hmm. So, Sopranos is coming up. Honestly, it's been on the... It's, it's moving right. up on the list to get there because it's not forgotten, right. but it's so far... It's so old now. Right. I think I would appreciate it more because I'm not going to hear about anybody else talking right. about Exactly, and that's another thing. I I would I remember when obviously when The Sopranos was airing every Sunday or whatever it was, but I would watch an episode here and there. I listen. My mother would be talking about it here and there, but I wasn't all in. It was. It came out during a time where I was out partying and shit. I wasn't sitting home. That was part of, part of the reason I didn't watch it. Honestly, yeah. I was. I was. I was told you, I was in East Village, dude, and I was running the music club. Yeah. So there was no like. Today's movie night. No, or, you know, TV night was not. That. It was, <laughs> it was that. pass out, wake up at four p.m. Yeah. and run the club at night. Right. You know, and do the same thing. Yeah, 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 same thing. Yeah, I wasn't sitting get, home. You know, whatever. So on a schedule, watch it <laughs> at nine o'clock. Oh, because right, because it had a time. Yeah, that was before digital shit. Uh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. It was like nine o'clock HBO, <laughs> like on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Sopranos. Get ready. Yeah. Nah. Dude, I remember that growing up as a kid. I was on my way into the Dallas, city to go like, get fucked up. The neighbors would come over and, uh, you know, it would be like a, a neighborhood thing. Like, Dallas is on, you know. It was like 9 o'clock on yeah. whatever night, you know. Way back in the but, day. No, but like people was, would come and be an event. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. All right, JR got shot. Oh, yeah. my God. More people are coming over. Crazy. <laughs> that's, when we only had, that's when we only had channel 2, 4, <laughs> yeah. 5, 7, 9, and 13. Yeah. 11 and 13. Dynasty and the... Uh, Dynasty. Dynasty. That was a thing in my house, too. Dynasty. My mother. Dynasty. All right. <laughs> yeah. I remember all that shit. <laughs> right? That's crazy. I remember So, that yeah, no, I purposely don't watch it. It's like, it doesn't appeal to me, man. I, I kind of just uh, instinctively, naturally go in the opposite direction. I do, too. You know what I mean? All right, It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, Breaking Bad was worth it. And I'll probably watch that before I start. Like I said before, because you know what I want to do is I want to go to, to Better Call Saul. And I watched the first season, uh, but now I've forgotten. I don't want to watch the one or two. I want to get back in the rhythm of how everything's going on. Right. It's I, a slow burn. The, I, what the, the Better Call Saul? Yeah, I watched the first season. I didn't find. I, I felt that way. I felt like it was, but what it is, I know how like. He it's it's a masterpiece of character development is what it really is. Yeah, I'm really I've seen and I'm watching it, but you see, I have to go back and rewatch because I watched maybe a season and a half and then something else happened and I just I don't know, I just lost interest or whatever. But I gotta go back and rewatch because I was still in the mindset of fucking insanity of fucking breaking bad. And now we're going all the way back. It's not like a backstory of like Walter White or Jesse. No, we're talking about the lawyer, the fucking wacky fucking lawyer. So I'm like, all right, let me just watch. And I watched and I felt myself trying to fight through it. Did you really? I okay. did. All right. So that's why, that's why I, I'll give it the benefit of that and I have to go back and rewatch because I have friends of mine that find it to be the fucking most amazing and most brilliant thing ever. Yeah. But you have to watch it because I, I enjoy it. I enjoy sitting down and watching a movie with nothing but fucking dialogue. I and love that's that shit. Dude, dude. It's, it's character driven and it's dialogue. I love that shit. That's why I always love Quentin films. Wow, love it. Character and dialogue. I love it. It's, it's like, it's a, yeah, I, do, do I, I like him? No Bombach is also really amazing. That. Who's that? No, no, no Bombach. I just did Mar- Marriage Story. Okay. But yeah, and uh, what do you do with that? Marriage Story. So yeah, dude, it's just. Lots of talking yeah. and, and, and interesting characters. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, you, you get it. And it throws you in. And you a lot it. of people don't, don't have that, that fucking, what is it, attention span anymore. No, they don't see explosions either, bro. Right. Or, or, or some cape crusader. Or right. And I, I can't. I can't. I, I don't, dude, I don't get into any of this. I, I'm I embarrassed to say. I, mean, I watched Joker. I watched Joker. Joker, of course, but that was different. It was different because... Joaquin Phoenix. I wanted to watch Joaquin Phoenix act 
acted his ass off. Yeah, and he's he did. fucking br- another brilliant yeah. fucking actor. Yeah, but I he's in the top three, by the way. Oh, he's <laughs> he's up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> top three. Yeah, but but he's up there too, and a brilliant fucking actor. And I watched Joker because I knew it wasn't a quote unquote like smash bang explosion superhero movie. Right. Uh-huh. You know, like friends of mine like gave it like I watched it late. I watched it maybe like a month ago okay. for the first time. And, but I saw, you know, people on Facebook and here and there, like, it was brilliant. It was, it was like shining a light on the sadness of fucking mental illness. And I was just like, well, King Phoenix is a brilliant fucking actor, so I gotta fuck him up. He's also a little crazy, so I'm not gonna... Of course he is. <laughs> no, course when I say little, I say a little, mm. like, lightly a little. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot so, of so, fucking so, actors. He was born to play that there. Yeah. Role. Yeah. Um, what mean, question about it? Yeah, without a doubt. A lot of those actors. Batshit crazy. Yeah. You probably know the, the best, best ones. The best ones are you, Joe. Oh, yeah. Look at Jack Nicholson. How yeah. fucking insane is that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why. Lots of stories probably. I've heard about the parties at that house. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Just like he was in the newspaper. Fucking, he gets out of this fucking car, he beats the fucking the shit out of a car with a golf club yeah. and shit. Like, yo, you're just unhinged. You might have had a rough night. <laughs> you might have had a rough night. But you know what? Maybe the person who got their car smashed up deserved this. Uh, in Beverly, in that neighborhood, there's every, almost every one of them. Oh, yeah. They do who they are. Beverly Hills. Right out of their ass by beeping or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> I got a Bentley. You're only driving a Bentley. What? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, so what are we talking? So getting back to that, uh, watching this series thing. Yeah. Um, Nuts. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. It was trading total and stuff. That's weird. Oh, because we were looking at the time, saying, "Oh, we're gonna get kicked out of this." No, place. Okay, no, we're going 54 minutes right now. Oh, great. So great. if we get another six minutes, what let's go. Let's sum it up. Oh, we let's sum it up. Well, all right. Well, what do you got working on now? We saw, all right. You have pre-production, yeah, pre-production for Hargrave. Um, there was the movie that you just mentioned that's it, that you really can't talk about. It, yeah, that one's all set to series regular um, uh, pilot. So, again, another thing may or may not happen. You know, okay. pilot. And we were supposed to be uh, shooting uh, already in November, so that hasn't happened. But at least I'm here, you know, talking about it. Not, yeah. not here, meaning I'm talking, like, with the writer tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, they want to introduce my character into the third episode. So uh, awesome. that's a completely different um, type of production. I just can't give the details. And I, want to, you know, I don't like to do that. Right. I see guys doing that all the time, like, big announcement! But I can't tell you what it's about. Oh, just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see those on Facebook? Of you see course. Those? You know, like, you got to big it up. Like, oh, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat for yeah. days. I can't, I'm going to keep checking your page yeah. to make sure you didn't make, I didn't miss it. No you know? one's <laughs> checking your page. <laughs> no, there might be some people for some people, but I ain't one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't like to do that. I don't like to say, hey, man, this is, you know, it's, right. I don't know what's going to happen. I've been in this business long enough. Mm-hmm. You just say, it's not going to happen until the day that I'm there on set. You know, it's not happening. There's no contract. Even if I, I can't tell you how many pieces of paper I signed, it just didn't mean shit. Yeah, of course. You know, it didn't yeah. mean shit, dude. Yeah. Um, the very first film I did, because I'm, I'm hanging out in Tribeca while I'm in town, um, it's, just, it's, it's very reminiscent because there's a little alley called Cortland Alley. Okay. All right. It's right up between Canal and uh, Walker. Okay. Little tiny alley. A lot of people shoot shit down there, like photography. Like even today, I saw a music video being shot. It's just one of those old school streets, all graffiti, fire escapes in between Snarrow Street, Stone Street. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. First film, first feature film ever worked on. Casting this thing. I was so excited. I played like this, like uh, like news reporter kind of guy. Um, you know, New Yorker type. You know. Um, Anyway, great day on set. So happy about everything. Oh my God, this is my first movie. Well, this is the first lesson in show business, too. Um, not only did I, that movie never get finished, that I don't know if it ever got finished. Right. But. What was the name of it? Was it I don't even remember, dude. I don't even remember. I don't even think it had a working title. Right. And, um,. I could probably find out from the guy I recommended me. That was a long time ago, dude. I don't know. I don't it care. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. But it, now, the, the, the education from the very first day. So, to my knowledge, the movie never got done. But do, what I do know for a fact was the numbers that were associated with that production um, just 
like back in the day, it was like, remember when your phone got turned off? You know, yeah. you'd be like at the subscriber's request. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the subscriber's request. Yes. Like the few phone numbers. I already mentioned that the guy that might still be around because he, uh, he was only a referral. He had nothing to do with that production. And I don't think he knew. Maybe I asked him years later. I said, I never got copy. I didn't get paid. Uh, the phone numbers were disconnected. <laughs> um, fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but that was the very first education. I'm glad I got that education yeah. the very first time around because it's still that way. 20 years of ago, course. but I know it now. Yeah. So I'm not yeah, this you know what to expect. So if this yeah. pilot don't see the light of day, okay, there's another one down the road that's not going to see the light of day. <laughs> and there's going to be 50 more that are never going to see the light of, of day. But, it, dude, that's what keeps but, me in the game. I'm excited to be, um, I'm excited to be in it. You know, yeah. After all these years, man. Yeah. All right, well, people are knocking. Joe. Yeah. Pleasure, my man. I'm going to wrap no. this up. Okay, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. We're coming. Uh, I just want to say, uh, uh, just follow, follow me on Instagram at the Brooklyn Blast Fair. Just go to the link in the bio. But Joe, do you have an Instagram account? Yeah, JCNYC underscore LA. There it is. Follow this guy. Check this guy's stuff out. Go to his IMDb and support him. And with all that, we're over here now. <laughs>